The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist... That, see, I almost don't remember my lines because we do this so infrequently, but that's me, Steve Olivas. Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I, I got to say, my feelings are still a little bit hurt over all the accusations that were flying at me from you during Wrong and Wrong. You might notice the restraint I just showed. I did not accuse you of being a frog-killing monster. So, I mean, really... <laughs> Really, props to there props to me, props to me. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the uh, the wrong and wronger episode from this week, and you will be shocked and horrified by everything oh. about Steve's life. In the meantime, let's try to do some good in the world and answer a listener question. Here it is, dear James and Doctor Steve. Hello, and thank you for your wisdom. Here is the situation: Ooh. my forty-eight female. Husband, 50 male, spends a ton of money on random crap. If he's breathing, he's buying. He buys random things like cotton candy machines, snow cone makers, vintage lunch boxes, multiple tools that he never uses, and usually at the worst time. For example, the week before we left for vacation, he spent $600 on a table saw that he used once and it has since sat on a shelf. He's not a builder. It isn't for work. We both work at decent jobs, but I make about double what he does. We have significant credit card debt because of his spending habits and how I've had to compensate for that. I've been unable to keep significant savings because of him, so any home repairs go on a credit card. We make all our payments on time, but I wish we could pay down his, uh, this debt and ramp up our savings. I've tried to talk to him about this multiple times, but it's never gone well. He either does one of two things. He either points uh, at all the stuff I buy as comparison, which is not the same. I buy things for our child, clothes when she outgrows them, or my personal hygiene items, makeup, skin care, hair care, which totals about $50 a month. Or he becomes overdramatic and says we can't have the lights on and pretends to heat a can of soup over a candle <laughs> to save money. Okay, that's that's a pretty amazing passive-aggressive power play there. <laughs> wow, I, I don't dislike this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that plus the cotton candy machine. He knows how to get in our good side. I know, right? <laughs> Snow cone maker. Yeah. All right. So he, or if he, if he asks me if he's allowed to put gas in his vehicle. Uh, I'm becoming very resentful of his spending, but I don't know how to get him to have an adult conversation with me about this all right steve take it away oh i know we're cutting up about it but <laughs> this is not an unserious matter and <clears throat> i guess i have two thoughts uh one of them is just given the 30 seconds that i know about him he sounds depressed to me and this is one of the ways that people deal with depression. One of the myriad of ways that people try to deal with feeling bad. Just don't even put the word, the label depression on it. When you feel bad, you try to do things to give you a little hit of feeling good. So some people take drugs. Some people like the dopamine rush of gambling. Some people exercise compulsively. Some people shop. Because when you buy something new, and I know neither you nor I know what this feeling is like, James, but you, you do feel kind of good. You get this 
uh, sort of honeymoon phase with your $600 table saw where you unbox it and then you put it together and you cut that one piece of wood and then you think, all right, on to the next thing. <laughs> think of like a little kid on Christmas morning. Like the joy is in running downstairs and seeing all the new stuff in the bright wrapping paper. And then they tear it open and they play with something for five minutes and they're on to the next thing. That's kind of what the kids are doing in a way that's not coping. It's just a way that people are wired. They like novel things. So anyway, that is thought number one, that uh, there might be a lot going on behind his eyeballs that he doesn't know how to deal with. <clears throat> number two, the issue of... <laughs> Eating the can of soup over a Bunsen burner, I think that, uh, boy, that level of defensiveness is troubling to me to the point that I don't think you will be able to break through it because he's got both of you convinced that he can just pull that power move. And James kind of said that flippantly, but I do think, you said it was like a passive-aggressive power move. I do think that's exactly what it is. It's designed to shut her down. And tacitly, she's kind of agreeing to that because she gets frustrated. Well, she does what normal people do, just gets frustrated and walks away rolling her eyes like this is never going to change. So I would recommend, as James is off to, to uh, uh, make fun of, recommend a couples counselor. I know I do that all the time, but... <laughs> A couples counselor, especially if you go to a male that uh, I, I don't know what your husband has going on with you, but I'm afraid he may project that onto a female therapist, a male that can kind of talk his language and talk him through how really serious and how profoundly financially disabling this behavior is. Like I, this is something I see pretty often in couples is they have a hard time talking about very serious topics together. And usually I'm able to kind of break through a lot of that and get them both to talk in a way that's productive. But uh, I don't want to monopolize the time here. What say you, James Breakwell? Well, I guess you've left me to deal the bad news because uh, your solution is just, I don't know, wishy-washy feeling stuff. I, I don't know, you, oh, my You decided God. to be the good guy today. Now I have to be the bad guy, which is which I guess well, is fair. Is I mean, guy? I'm saying it's serious. You just, uh, I mean, you just spent an entire podcast talking about murdering frogs. So I guess it's only fair. Oh, my so, God. You know, people talk about the deal breakers in marriage, and I think the big three are always sex, money, and kids. And I, So money's a pretty big one. It's not like you're waiting yeah. for this guy to grow up. Up. He's 50. He knows how money works. He sees that you are in debt. He said, but you're, you're in the negative. Credit card debt is the worst possible kind of debt uh, you can have. And when you try to talk about him, he, he throws a temper tantrum like it's not going to change. So I, I really only see, uh, well, there's three routes. You can keep doing exactly what you're doing now and just keep going into negative money and resenting him more and more and more uh, until one of you gets killed by a bullfrog. Or option two. Oh, my whoa, God. Whoa, that's a callback. That's funny for the one person who also <laughs> listened to the other podcast, which is, which is none. Okay, anyway. so Passive aggressive. What, what, what? It was a good episode. Anyway, uh, number two. So, <laughs> so number one, things stay the way they are. Everybody's miserable everybody's poor option two you separate your finances like this is the most practical solution i know it's going to be hard after you everything's been integrated for so long but you sit him down and you say look this this is how it is these are our expenses i'm putting us on a path to pay down the credit card i need you to from your job which pays half as much as your job i need you 
to put this much amount of uh, money in this account that I'm going to do household expenses from. And then this money you have over is yours to do with all the stupid stuff you want. And for this to work, he's got to not be on the credit card or have a separate credit card. And then when he does something stupid, you've limited the damage. And option three is divorce. Because you can't be with somebody who's doing something you hate, who won't change, and who's just dragging your finances down. Like, you can see where this is going. And it's a, it's, a, it's a red line sloping down, going more and more into the red. And if nothing changes, that's just where you're going to keep going. And as hilarious as his defense is, and as fun as the stuff he buys sounds, uh, you know, it's not, it's not going to lead to any good places. Uh, Steve could very well be right about the depression, but, I mean, in that case, he's got to take it seriously. And I, I can ma- imagine if he won't take a conversation about finances seriously, he's not going to take a conversation about depression seriously. I mean, this is somebody who is very committed to not seeing the problems in his committed relationship. So I would say the most, I, I would say option one, the best option to go with first is try to separate finances, try to try to get the, the damage contained and, uh, and see what happens. And then maybe as an addendum to that, for the stuff he buys that he doesn't use anymore, see if he can resell it or do something, get something back out of it. He's got that $600 table saw only used once. Maybe he can get $400 back out of it. And maybe if he has to start selling things when he no longer uses them, maybe something will click in his head that says, hey, this is, this is kind of stupid. Maybe I can stop. All right, Steve, pull us back from the ledge. Give us your closing thoughts. <clears throat> Nothing will get a guy's attention like his wife saying, I am not happy in this relationship. And so if that is the portal to getting him into seeing a couples counselor with you, I think uh, James is right. Pulling like the big card. I always discourage couples from throwing the D word around, divorce, uh, just to cry wolf and to leverage something against their partner. But if it really is coming down to that, that you've got to look after you and your daughter, that might be the wake up call or the meteor strike that gets his attention to the point that he does try to fix it with you. All right. Well, if you have a question you would like us to solve in 10 minutes or less, send it in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. We handle all sorts of questions. It can be a marriage question. It can be a question about platonic friends. It can be a question about two co-hosts who don't quite get along but also can't seem to break up. Uh, This has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.